Hello everyone and welcome to An Hour of Chaos where we will be talking about true crime and the paranormal. There will be some disturbing topics which may not be suitable for some listeners. So listener discretion is advised. My anaconda oh. <laughs> That's Craig, everyone. Okay. Hi, Craig. I don't like Welcome. Craig. Don't like Craig. He's a little scary. Okay. Hello, everyone. And welcome Hi. to an hour of chaos where I can't seem to get back into the server. <laughs> okay. I figured out how to get back into the server. Oh, um, today is our first episode, as you can tell. <laughs> we're very unprepared. We're very unprepared, but we're very excited. I'm dying. I'm Lola. I'm peeling a grape. You're what? <laughs> She's Name intro. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Lola. I'm, I'm Ray. <laughs> What's up, Ray? <laughs> <laughs> of course. We should go in alphabetical order. <clears throat> okay. Oh. So I'll go first. What's up? I'm Aver. I'm Lola. I'm Ray. I really had to think about the alphabet real quick. Same. I really be over here thinking R becomes before L. I was thinking that too. I was like, L becomes before R. <laughs> I'm like A, B, C, D. <laughs> Literally me. R, F, G, L, I, J, K. Like, uh, remix. Like, what? The remix. Like, the remix. Okay. Oh my god, yes. Um. Welcome to our first episode. Today's episode topic is true crime in the state of Alabama. 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 I'm sorry if there's any Alabamans watching or whatever you call it. Listening. <laughs> watching. Alabamians. <laughs> sorry, we love all Alabamians. We love every, every we love some people. I won't say we, everyone. We love my no, life. We don't like racists. We don't we don't like racists and we don't like homophobes and we don't like you there's a whole like list and you'll and people will start to figure out who along the way. Okay, who Ow. Do we oh do we go like right into I well, have no should we like start should we I feel like we should like say who we are. Well, that sounds creepy, but like just explain who we are. I don't know how. Okay, but don't, don't give away too much information. Yo, I'm Avery, I live here. <laughs> <laughs> All from Maine. Or we're down from there. We're Mainers, and I want to get the fuck out of Maine. <laughs> I'm the three main girl. Three main girls with no idea what they're doing with their lives, except for running a true crime and paranormal podcast. Yes. Hey, I'm gonna be going to college for culinary. Shut up! Don't count me in. There. I'm going to college for medical examiner, so I can. Oh, I'm going to college for things like this. So I guess I'm the only one. So eventually, you start to see new people come in. It's because they left me for someone else. I'll stay here even when I have my own restaurant. Don't worry. I'll I stay so. here even when I'm famous. <laughs> even yeah. Fucking tiny. Um, who wants to go first with their case? Me. Oh boy, yeah. Ray, go first. Woohoo! Hey, Ray, we're jumping right in with Ray. Ray, what is your case? Okay, it's about this woman. Audrey Marie Hilly. She's also known as the Black Widow. And she basically killed her husband 
and tried to kill her daughter. Damn. Nice. We love that. That's a crazy oh, yeah. bitch. <laughs> just, 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 wait, okay. So Audrey was born to Huey and Lucille Frazier on June 4th. Oh, wait, I know. I, I saw the last name and I was like, whoa, I don't like this. <clears throat> oh my god, imagine if you're related to her. Crazy. If I'm related to her, I am going to get my entire change. She's like going to change her name. She's like, no. <laughs> okay. So, May 1975, her husband Frank visited his doctor complaining of nausea and tenderness in his abdomen. She's pregnant. She's pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> She pulled the Uno reverse card. Um, (laughs) Like, no, you! (laughs) But I guess, I'm not gonna guess. Keep going, keep going. (laughs) Okay. So he had nausea and tenderness in his abdomen, right? I feel like I have nausea and tenderness in my abdomen, too. That's because you're a female. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Mom, please don't listen. Just kidding, I love you, Mom. Mom, pick me up. (laughs) (laughs) okay but the doctors just started off um diagnosing him with a viral stomach however his condition condition continued jesus christ um and he underwent tests that showed liver malfunction then physicians diagnosed him with infectious hepatitis too much mcdonald's (laughs) I'd I'd say something, but I don't want to give a spoiler away, so. He's a white man. Everyone's a white man in Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure you're right, but. Okay. Okay, sorry, I'm thinking out loud. Yeah. Um, (laughs) My bad. He ended up dying May 25th, 1975. Doesn't that suck? Yeah. Yeah. Sucks a lot. I've seen that coming. Do you guys want to hear some spooky facts? Really quick. We're in the middle of recording and we're just talking about her Yes, but you pass your death date every year. How crazy, man. Oh my god. Wait, that is true, though. Oh my god. That's freaky. Sorry, Ray. I need to start living every day like I'm going to die. (laughs) Yes. I live every day thinking I'm going to die. There's no difference. (laughs) In this world. In the US now, today, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I could die at the drop of it. Okay, but anyway, continuing, continuing. Let me finish my story. No. (laughs) This is not a story. Okay, um, anyway. In his autopsy, though, his body revealed that he had swelling of the kidneys and lungs bilateral pneumonia, whatever that is, and inflation of the stomach. So basically, I'm pretty sure he looked um. I'm pretty sure he was poisoned by cyanide, but I ain't gonna snitch. Not cyanide. Snitches. Um, cyanide? Was it rat poisoning? That's like the next step. Actually, I think it's rat poisoning, then cyanide. It kind of. You're close. Anyway, shush. <laughs> the cause of death, death was listed as infectious hepatitis symptoms between hepatitis and arsenic, very similar. Why didn't I say arsenic? I meant, yes. I think I meant arsenic poisoning, but I get cyanide and arsenic confused because I think it's yeah. rat poison, arsenic, and then cyanide. Okay, hear this though. She goes, she targets her daughter next. So her daughter, she's named Car- Carol. 
pretty soon after her father dies, she also experiences nausea, which to which Audrey gave her quote unquote injections that would help the nausea, but actually that injections just like at home inject. What year is this again? Syringes. Like nineteen seventy-five. Oh, did I just like about syringes? It's just kind of normal. Yeah. Get at home injections. Is her mom a nurse? I have no clue. I don't think. I don't remember. My mom suddenly um, came up to me, and I was like, hey, I have a stomach ache, and she's like, here, have this injection. I'll be like, hold up, where'd you get this? I'd be like, what? <laughs> Seriously. No, but, um... So, Audrey, the Carol's mom, started giving giving her injection. Made, that made her worse. And soon, Carol started going numb in place. Nice. She numb? Nice. Yeah, she was then taken to the hospital. Her physician ended up bringing in a psychiatrist because her physician couldn't diagnose anything physically wrong with her. Oops. And while being at the hospital, while being at um, Birmingham's Caraway Methodist Hospital, she, Carol, received more injections. How many injections? Poor girl having. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's like she's a cocaine addict don't worry <laughs> oh my god that's so bad I think you've been heroin same thing <laughs> I don't think they are <laughs> tomato I Lola what what did you say I didn't say anything I started laughing <laughs> oh, I thought you said guys we can I was like what can't we do don't we can't drug addictions oh, oh my bad oh shit my computer shut off. No. Uh, okay, anyway, a month after being admitted into the Birmingham Caraway Hospital, her physician said she was suffering from malnutrition and vitamin deficiency. That kind of sounds like... Um... Lola, I'm... What? You keep losing me. Like, your voice keeps going <laughs> out, so... Oh, really? What did you last... Yeah. I heard my name, and that was it. <laughs> Before that. Uh, you kept, like, stuttering, you're like, um, um, and then I heard Lola. <laughs> okay. Did, you, did you hear me saying that her physician ended up bringing a psychiatrist? Yeah, I heard that. And she, uh, received two more injections while at Birmingham away. Yeah, and then Avery made the comment, how many injections is this poor girl getting, or something like that? Yeah, okay. So, a month after she was admitted, her physician said she was suffering from malnutrition and vitamin deficiency. It's okay, I suffer from vitamin deficiency, too. <laughs> that was English. <laughs> yeah. And, not not only that, heavy metal poisoning could be... And that heavy metal poisoning could be the reason why she was suffering. So Homie is getting injected by her mom. Is her mom just, like, injecting her and replacing for food? Probably. Wonder. And then, that afternoon, she was discharged by her mom, only to be admitted to the University of Alabama in Birmingham the next day. Nice. Yeah. Because her mom, there's, like, this thing where, I don't know if she's purposely, you might tell us, where 
I can't remember the word for it, but it's a syndrome where the parent makes their children sick so they can get the attention. Yeah. Um, Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, Audrey made them sick just so she she could get the attention? No, so she could get money. Oh, so it was like life insurance? Yeah. Um, Oh. But the physicians at Alabama and Birmingham um, continued their investigation on like the heavy metal poisoning theory and yeah like they found that carol's hands and feet were numb and have nerve and had nerve palsy causing foot drop and she also lost most of her tendon god damn lot wow we're great at this (laughs) the only reason audrey was actually caught was because she passed bad check Basically, homegirl didn't know how to write a fucking. Oh, what an idiot! Yeah. And then physicians. Not that we're condoning murder. Not that we're we don't condone murder. Don't murder people. But at the same time, don't be stupid about it. Yeah, if you are, just be smart about it. If you're going to commit a murder, try to at least do it. Okay. A way where you won't get caught. (laughs) Not promoting murder here, but you know. Didn't hear from us. <laughs> also, later on, physicians discovered that Carol had Aldrich lines and fingernails, which is what an indicator of arsenic poisoning. Nice. They did more tests just to show that Carol had about fifty times the normal amount of arsenic in her hair, and that she had been giving she had been given doses that increased over the last four to eight months. Yeah, which is why she didn't die right away. Yeah, and then yeah, so they can tell in her hair because of the hair cuticles. It like change. It's so cool. It's wicked cool. Yeah, it's, it's for it's it's like a type of. It's not forensic. It's like forensic. Um, I don't remember Technology? the name for it. What forensic like tech? No forensic science. Autopsy? I don't remember what the name was, but it's like wicked cool. Yeah, you know, like. Because my hair is colored right now, how you can see the brown, like it shows right. up over time. It's kind of like that. So, like, if you look at the brown for the months it grows back, it's like that's like the same amount of arsenic. That's like how they measure the arsenic, and it's super cool. Yeah. At the same time, don't poison your kid. What the heck? Well, also, don't, how old is this kid? That. I I actually don't know how old. Like, I don't have life insurance on me, so they must no. have money then because I know you have to have like money in order to get life insurance, yeah. And then, after finding the arsenic in Carol, they re examined Frank Hilly's body and they also saw that he died of chronic arsenic poisoning, not regular arsenic, but chronic. I feel like if I was going to poison my family, I would at least start microdosing myself, too, so they can't pin anything on me. I'd just steal stuff from my work and be like, yo, I'm using this on me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm testing a theory. <laughs> I'm testing a, you know, a yeah, if you decide to do, like, hey, I think you're poisoning your kid and your husband, I think you killed your husband with arsenic poison, I'd be like, okay, do a test on me. Yeah, she's not stupid about how she goes about it, but... But then again, I don't think most people would think that anyway. Be like, hmm, I should microdose myself with arsenic, too. <laughs> yeah, Lily, you're just a natural point. 
I'm a, I'm a Scorpio. Yeah, that. Okay. Yep. October me too. <laughs> it's okay. Are you ready for? I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're ready, Ray. All right. What the heck was we're that? Like, we're like <laughs> starting to get to the kind of climax, I guess you could say, of the story. Avery. It wasn't even the, the climax. climax. We're just now getting to the climax. I like the climax. I, um, <laughs> Avery. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> It wasn't until October 9th of 1979 that Audrey was How long after that? That was like, alright, so this, Frank died in 1975. This is four years later. Oh my god, wait, but when did the daughter, when did they find out with the daughter? Uh, it took a while. It took a few years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Oh, then, so, when the police arrested Audrey, she was found with another vial of arsenic in her purse. Oh, you carry it around with you? What do you do? Gonna stop at McDonald's, get her a McFlurry, and just dump it in there real quick? Here, honey, have a McFlurry, and just, like, I mean... dump the arsenic in there, like... <laughs> you go have a milkshake. She just buy it or something? Why are you carrying arsenic in your purse like it's hand sanitizer? It's not. <laughs> Apparently they're doing that now. That's not even it, okay? Five hour energy, she takes it out, like... <laughs> Hold on, wait till no. you... Carol. Carol, here's your five hour energy in 1979 <laughs> or something like that. Okay. Oh, it, it tastes kind of funny. Yeah, well, it's arsenic. <laughs> well, ha! Tastes kind of funny, old arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine pulling out your purse today and my and your like husband or something's like, hey, can I have my five hour energy? You're like here and you pass him a vial. He, like hugs it back like he does. Energy. This kind of tastes really weird. You look back at him and you realize you gave him your vial of arsenic. Whoops. Hey. Shit. Oh, time to get remarried. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. I'm dying, so I can't. Okay. But guess what? She's arrested, what? right? A month later, really? she's released. Yeah, she's released on bond. On what? Meaning bond, meaning she basically meaning that she is still being watched. It's just she's not finding the act. That's kind yeah. of creepy. If someone watching you, you better. I'd rather just stay in jail and be honest with you. Yeah, the fucking police are. She still have her kids? No, obviously not. Okay. And Let me try to murder well, my kid and still keep my kid. No. So why does she have the arsenic? Is she trying it out on her now? No, she was released a month later after being found with arsenic. Yeah, they found the arsenic, but did- oh wait, so the kid- so, never mind. They can't like, really pin the murder to her, right? I don't think. That's well, fair. They, really, they need to do their job. No. Yeah. And she's released on bond and registered at a motel as Emily Stevens. Oh, Which that's my mistress name. That's <laughs> my mistress name. <laughs> Dang, don't give I gotta Avery, don't give Avery then, ideas. Dude, guys, there's more. There's, there's more? more? Yes! Oh, this God. isn't gonna stop. She's I need my five-hour energy, Jesus. <laughs> you mean your arsenic? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Between October 9th... No. 
not October. No. November 9th. (laughs) No. Between November 9th and November 18th is she, while she's at the hotel, she disappears. Ice. Ice. They find a note. They find a note. That's even creepier. That was indicating that she might have been kidnapped. Let her get kidnapped. Sure. (laughs) November 19th. Who was kidnapping her? Who would have wanted to kidnap? Did she just like like a chance Adult of opportunity? Adult napped. <laughs> In about two weeks, I'm gonna take an adult nap. It's no longer. Yeah, it's- no, Friday I'm taking an adult nap. <laughs> I went to go say I'm no longer taking a kidnap, but then I realized I was making the wrong joke, so I stopped. <laughs> yeah. Kidnaps aren't okay. funny, but you know, adult naps are. Sorry, no, I'm joking. <laughs> okay. Then the next day, November 19th, her aunt's home is broken in. God what damn. the heck? Yeah. Want to know what so it's going to be? Arsenic. Five-hour energy. <laughs> Five-hour arsenic. Five-hour <laughs> arsenic. <laughs> Ten hours. Jesus. Talk about a rush. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, here's what's stolen. She steals a car. Nice. Woman's clothing. Yep. And an overnight bag. Okay. What you gonna do with that? So, Sleeping? she left- Wait, hold on. I wanna talk about this. She checks <laughs> into a hotel underneath the name Emily What's-Her-Nuts. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> The police check her into a hotel. Oh, under the name Emily What's-Her-Nuts. <laughs> and- a couple days later, they find out she's missing, but there's a note left behind that impl- like is kind of showing that she may have been kidnapped. And then like a couple days later, her aunt's home was broken into where women's clothing, an overnight bag, and kinda a car sus. is just taken. It's kind of sus. I feel like she planned it. I feel like she was like, let me I think it's white. <laughs> okay, that's not all either. That's not all. Oh Girl is still going. Girl is still going. He goes for like another five years. Hold on. Oh, Jesus. Okay. She's living the best life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She leaves a fucking note at her aunt's house, too, saying, Do not call me. Why? Why? It's like, this bitch dumb or something? I'm sorry, but oh, you don't do that. No. How stupid are you? Just hear what the note says. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> I should say. Hey, what's up, Graham? I mean, Auntie. <laughs> it says, "Do not call the police. We will burn you out if you do. We found what we wanted and will not bother you again." We? Is there another person with her? No, she's acting as if she got kidnapped. She's oh, trying damn, to string she's it up. That's so stupid. Sorry, I had to like mute myself real quick because I had to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. It's okay, I was about to burp, but then I was like, nah. Here's how long she remained a fugitive. She's living the life. Shit, no, just kidding. I want. She's just living the life, though. Okay, hear oh, this. Totally. Shit's gonna get whack real quick, Lola. You're gonna hit you're the gonna fan. Think... Yeah, Lola, you're gonna Shit's think about she's to hit dumb the fan. as hell. Like probably at the same time, she's living the best life, but at the same time, she is dumb as. Okay. She remains remaining a fugitive for a bit over three years. What an amateur. Yeah. Under amateur. the disguise Under the disguise of Robbie Hannon. Where is that her name now? Yeah. Okay. She's a dude, or is it just like Well Robbie could be a unisex name. True. Yeah. 
Where Why she goes to fucking Florida. Of course. Of course. <laughs> she marries a man named John Hammond. Okay, so she's from Alabama. She's from Alabama. First off, that's a red flag. Red flag right there. She's from Alabama. Sis becomes a fugitive and then moves to Florida. How does know, like, who she was? Because her name's Robbie. That doesn't matter. Your face doesn't change unless you spend millions of dollars changing it. I don't think they put out posters like that. This isn't 2020. It's 1997. Yeah. Slash 80. Okay, so she meets this guy named... John Hammond, where they lived together for a year before getting married. That's what I aspire to do. Just kidding, I don't. Do and I don't They got married just for like a sense of time. They got married in 1981. So this has been like this is like it's been two years. Yeah. Dang. And then after they get married. They moved to New Hampshire. And what? Yeah, why? I don't know. Get away from me. I don't want you here. <laughs> I don't want you here. No one Stay wants Florida. You. Okay. Go back to Florida. So, <laughs> someone who used to live in New Hampshire, we don't want her anymore. Floridians, take her back. Yeah, please. Please take her back. Like, there's so much crime there. She's perfect there. <laughs> yeah. Florida woman. <laughs> Okay, so they move to New Hampshire, right? And she starts talk, and she stop, she talks. Wow, stalks. She Shocks. talks about a twin sister named Terry, like obsessively, who lived in Texas. Of course. Why yeah. is there so many Texas, Alabama, and Florida? Damn, this this woman's moving all over. She's she just like created the, the holy trinity. That's a holy trinity of danger right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Those are like three red flags. You should leave her right now, John. <laughs> yeah, John. Oh, just wait. You're gonna oh, think God. he's the dumbest person on the <laughs> Okay. Late summer of 1982. She left New Hampshire telling her husband that she had to see doctors about an illness and attend family business. She At the same actually... time? Yes. Hey, honey, <laughs> I had to go see a doctor about this illness that I didn't know I have that I just have suddenly, and I have family business to take care of, so, uh, yeah. yeah, you know. Okay, okay honey, have asked. a good time. No here's questions a, here's asked. what she actually does. She travels to Florida. Yep. And then Woman. she travels to Texas. Oh, nope. Oh my uh, god, where's um, she from next? Mississippi? <laughs> Alabama. Oh my god. Hold on, Colorado. Alabama comes later. <laughs> Alabama, she's, she's retracing her steps. She's going to all the red flags. No, she she's so she traveled back to Florida. Bright. She's never been to Texas. Like she had, she didn't go to Texas at all. I don't. What a lying but, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and she travels to Florida and Texas under the name of Terry Martin. Who's Terry? Oh my God, she's the twin now. Yes. Oh my God. And then, during the trip as Terry, she calls her husband, saying that Robbie died in Texas. But he didn't need to go down because the body was donated to science. Okay, that's kind of smart, though. It At the is... same time, because she's married, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Yeah. And and I'm not even Wait. done, either. 
so I said I can I don't think I convinced people but when I was when I went to my old school I told everyone since like fourth grade up until like eighth grade that I was I had a twin named Natasha in Wisconsin so now if I ever go to Wisconsin I'm changing my name to Natasha and living my life as my twin that never right. existed yo this girl's giving us lots of hints now what to do she's giving me some ideas what to do if don't you ever kill someone murder. how to commit okay. murder okay I'm not even done. She's not done yet. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. November 12th or 13th, after she dyes her hair and loses weight, she returns to New Hampshire as Terry. Taking the same steps right now. Oh, God. Meets John and pretends to be his dead wife's sister. What the hell? She's not done yet, either. Hey, I know I almost look, I know my facial features are exactly like, and like, I may just look skinnier and my hair is different, but yeah, Yeah. I sound exactly like your wife too. We're like almost like identical. I mean, she didn't say they were twins. We have the same mole on our boob too. (laughs) Lola. Same mole. Sis isn't done either. Like there's still more. How old is she? I don't fucking know, but she's old. She's old, apparently. She's pissed out kids, you know, she's had... There's one kid who, like, probably was taken away from her, and she's just like, catch you later. (laughs) Catch you later, I don't need you. (laughs) Yeah. So, she meets John, pretends to be his dead wife's... Then, an obituary appears in the New Hampshire newspaper for Robbie Homan. I thought you said nude paper. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Obviously, it's a nude paper. I would watch that anyway, but you know. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, an obituary appears for Robbie Haman, which then um, the police saw and they got suspicious because they couldn't confirm any of the information that was stated in the For real? Literally. And so the state what? police <sighs> Yeah. <sighs> the state police had a hunch that so-called Terry Martin was actually Robbie Holmes. After There's no him, proof. You can't prove it. Hear what her dumbass did. I was so disappointed. Um, she say something stupid. Oh, just wait. After being it brought is. in, she confessed to being Audrey Marie Hilly and was returned to Alabama for prosecution. I'm sorry. She went, she took like five steps back. Yeah, she's not done either. Homegirl didn't even, like, no, I'm actually Robbie. She's She went back to her original, she went back to her actual birth name. After yeah. living the life for three years, she's like, what's up? It's me. And I would have, uh, what? Yeah. Okay. I would have been cool. like, I'm going to give you one more time because that's the most stupid thing I ever did. Are you actually, are you Robbie? No, I'm, I'm, I'm Audrey. Girl. There's more, too. There's more. Oh, God. So, she's obviously sent to prison. And she becomes a quiet model prisoner, which earned her several one-day passes. And she where she always came back on time. Like, always. So For some know, reason, I heard you say model prisoner, and I'm like, huh, I didn't know that you could, like, do modeling in prison. That's not what, like, what that's... Oh, I might just send myself to prison. <laughs> Avery. If I can do no. modeling. If I can do modeling, hell yeah. I mean, you would do be a great model, but no, no going to prison. Forget, forget becoming a nurse. Prison modeling. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. gotta love those orange jumpsuits. 
do not look that good in orange yeah, if, if they were yellow. Right, now you can look fine. Yeah. Are they yellow Cut now? Them. Okay, no. but hear this. 19- yellow now? 1987, February. She... It's 1987 already? Yes. Okay, Damn. so she's given a three-day pass to see her husband, John Hammond. Why? She kills him. Dumbass. He stayed with her. Yeah, I know. And what happened... Wait, Let me just stay with she, my wife. he stayed with her psychotic ass? Yes. Yep. He even moved... Girl- this girl is crazy. Like, she's literally crazy. She went from... She poisoned her husband, tried poisoning her kid, went to prison for, like, a month, not even, got out, changed her name, got remarried. Then, after a little while, she got bored of living plain life, decided to make up a twin that she decided that didn't actually exist, went down to Texas, came back, said that her... that Robbie was dead, then said that her name was Terry, and this guy... And then, then... They caught her. Then she said that she was actually this woman who murdered her husband and then attempted to murder her kid. And Homeboy was like, that's hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> he found it hot enough that he moved to be near her. Oh He's like, moved right, right next to the prison. He's like, yeah, I want a trailer right here. Like, this dude must be butt-ass in- ugly or must have some issues to stay with that woman. <laughs> He's like, that's really- the only woman that ever loved me. Butt-ass. Yeah. <laughs> He moved to be near her, and they spent the day at Aniston Motel. He left for just a few hours, and homegirl was like, mm, time to leave. Yep. Like, she she left a note for him, too, and she was like, I'm sorry. Why is she leaving notes? Why does she keep leaving notes? I I think it's a female murder thing. I wouldn't have left, actually, no, I would have left notes in blood. I would have been like, yeah, yeah what's up? Lipstick on the mirror, because that's more classic and way more, like... And that's more hot. It is more hot. Yeah. Then again, like, I would murder ooh. people in, like, a leather, you know, like, leather outfit with a leather jacket or something. I thought blood's hard to get out of leather. Hopefully. Well, then I'll keep extras in the car. Yeah. You better yeah. have, like, a shit ton of leather jackets, damn. Or pull, like, a Hannibal and put a bodysuit on. A hazard mat suit. Yeah, imagine that. like someone like is like some old ladies looking out her window one last time before closing <laughs> up, and she just sees me outside of like my car putting on like a bright yellow hazmat suit. <laughs> I don't know why, we but police are like, "Did you see this woman?" And she's like, "Now that you asked me, I saw this girl putting on a bright yellow hazmat suit," and everyone's like, "A bright yellow hazmat suit." <laughs> well, she was just taking precaution against COVID nineteen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Still continuing, because, you know, there's still more, obviously. Oh, goddamn. Will this woman ever give up? (laughs) Just accept her fate. (laughs) She, uh, is forcibly has to give up. Wait till you find out why. So, you know she escapes, right? Turns out the time that she escapes, she's gone for, like, four days. She finds another man to marry. No, those four days... Those four days, conveniently, are the rainiest days in Alabama. Of course. So she can't really, like, stay outside. No, she's outside the entire time. Oh. In the woods. Oh! And she she was only found because someone called her in because she was being suspicious. And then... (laughs) Because she left. She's probably still in her uh, prison uniform, too. Yeah. 
and um I can only imagine that, like her purse like she's like peeking her head out from around the tree and like looking around anxiously and someone's like yeah. what the hell is she doing Call yeah. immediately. is she wearing is that her prison is that a prison uniform john on yeah can you call the cops <laughs> yeah i so you know she's found four days later soaked and crawling in the woods and soaked and crawling in the woods me. Well, it's low 30 degree temperature. That's when you know you hit rock bottom when you're soaked and crawling in the woods. In a, in a prison uniform. <laughs> in a prison yeah. uniform. You already hit rock bottom if you're in a prison uniform. You just know that you really hit the bottom when you're in the prison uniform crawling through the woods as a rat, as a wet rat. <laughs> I always hit rock bottom. Homegirl gets brought to the hospital to be treated for um, hypothermia. Well, duh. And she ends well, up dying from a heart attack. Oh nice. God. Sorry. Nice. I'm pretty sure she was like 53, too. Oh, wow. I mean, like, she oh, was wow. born in 1933. And she died, like, I don't know. She's living the life that I aspire to have when I'm at that age. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, I won't, I won't kill my husband or whoever I'm with, because that's too much work, especially with arsenic, like, pfft. That is so, like, But to be in a prison day. uniform, underneath 30-degree weather, crawling around wet, at the age of, like, 53. No, I have a bad back now, as it is, so. That's Gotta love that. She probably looks like freaking Annabelle. <laughs> oh, she probably did. Like, the ring lady. Bro. Annabelle and that ring lady are my, like, icons. <laughs> I aspire to be the wife of Chucky. Yes. Okay, I've so seen I've... it, but she's hot. Okay, so I watched Child's Play, not to get distracted, but I insulted Chucky the entire time. She's stupid. Well, Chucky well, like, just okay. yells all the time. He thinks he's the shit. So, like, so he's an adult. He's a man. He, he's, he's an a adult. Man. He's a doll. And, and, and watching him Little shit gets set on fire, and he starts moving, and I'm like, dude, that's a fire hazard. Stop it. Go back in the fireplace. Bad dumbass. For real. We don't want you here, Chucky. Goodbye. Yeah. And, like, these people are getting so scared, and I'm like, it's a doll. It's, like, it's a, a doll. doll. I have really bad fear of dolls, and so she'd make me put my baby dolls in my closet up until, like, two years ago, because I would yeah, that's so what... perfect. Purposely, they're like baby dolls I had since I was like literally a child. I yeah, still have I them. That... Sorry, I do that when but... I go over to my grandma's. If I ever sleep over at my nana's house, like, um, she has like these baby doll things. I'm like, please put them away. Even now, I'm like, please put yeah. them away. I'm please face them down. I don't want them looking at me because I've seen eyeballs move. I'm not in for it. Yeah, no. <laughs> for me, it's just I'm not really scared of them because of the fact that you can fucking play golf. Like, punt them across the football field? Yeah. <laughs> Goal! Yeah. Okay, you guys ready for my case? No. If I don't get no. to insult the murderer, then I'm gonna be upset. Oh, well, good luck with that, because <laughs> mine's unsolved. So is mine. Okay. I can still insult the murderer. Okay, so I did the case of who murdered J.B. Beasley and Tracy Hallett. 
And so on July 31st, 1999, 17-year-old friend J.B. Beasley, which is a tongue twister. That's such a tongue twister name to say, by the way. J.G.Q.B. That's what it sounds like. J.B. Beasley and Tracy Hallett left Dolphin, Alabama. I think that's wrong. I don't think it's Dolphin. (laughs) Sorry, we got a lot of Dolphin. Um, that might be wrong. <laughs> like everything we've said in this whole thing. I did, I did speak to text because I had a hard time looking and writing at the same time. And speech to text is so much easier. So let me just check real quick. It's Dolphin, Alabama. Dolphin? At ten o- at Dolphin, D-O-T-H-A-N. Dolphin? Dolphin? I don't know. Don't come at Dolphin? me. Uh, yeah, probably. Dolphin. <laughs> At 10.05 p.m. in JB's black 1993 Mazda, 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 wow, um, 929 to attend a birthday party in her honor in Hidland, just a few miles north. But they never arrived at the party. Ooh. So, ooh. So around 10.30 p.m., JB and Tracy stopped at JP gas station in Hidland near the intersections of routes 173 and 431. Where they used a payphone yeah. to call friends? What? What? thought you said yo. Yo. Oh, no. <laughs> so they called friends, presumably, to get directions to the party. Because, you know, there's no GPS. This is... Actually, it's 1999. There might be GPS. Um, Probably so- not. Yeah, so after the call, the girls ended up in Ozark, Alabama, which was 24 miles northwest of Hidland. So they were in, they were near Hidland at this, at this gas station. They stopped to use a payphone, and now they're 24 miles northwest of Hidland. What? Um, so they still did not understand the directions to the party. This is why I can't drive without a GPS, because I still have to look at my hands when I do left and right. Me too. And it's also nighttime. It's also 19. They're 17 years old and they're driving at night. Oh, wait, they're right. both girls? Yeah, they're both girls. I thought it was a guy and a girl. Uh, no, they're both girls. Okay. Um. So at 11.30 p.m., the girls then stopped at the Big Slash Little Store, um, which is now called Inland Food Store, on Broad Street okay. in Ozark. So, so the store closed a half an hour earlier but Tracy wanted to call her mother from the payphone there and told her that they got lost and ended up in Ozark. A woman by the name Marilyn Merritt and her daughter Please stopped at the gas station. I don't think they are. Um, stopped at the gas station to buy a soda at the same time the girls were there, and the girls asked her for directions back to Dolphin, which they seemed to understand. She, Marilyn then witnessed Tracy using the phone to call her mother, and then Marilyn said that JB's car was clean, and the girls were nice and polite, and that JB was outgoing. So nothing seemed amiss. So when the girls put out the parking lot and turned the right direction, however, JB and Tracy never made it home. Dun, dun, dun. So around 8 a.m. the next morning on August 1st, 1999, at the same time Tracy's mother reported her missing, police then found JB's car along Herring Avenue in Hozark. Um, yeah. I think, um, I thought I saw that one up ahead, so I thought that was near the gas station, but now I don't know. But the car, the car was now muddy, and the driver's side window was partially down, and the doors were locked. And despite filling the gas tank the day before, the tank was now almost empty. 
but there were no signs of forced entry into the vehicle. However, JB's driver's license was on the dash and both girls' purses were still inside the car, along with some money. So robbery was soon outruled as a motive. Yeah. Um, and the only thing that was missing was JB's keychain, which held her car and other keys, like her car key and other keys. And the keychain had white blocks with black letters that spelled out hard to get, and it has never been found to this day. So it's like hard, the number two, and get. Dang. Palm print was recovered from the trunk lid, but a match was never made. Six hours later, police finally realized they could open up the trunk of the car with the interior latch without needing a trunk key or a locksmith. And when they opened the trunk, the body of the two girls were found inside. That's creepy. Yeah. Um, Both have been shot to death, Tracy in the temple and JB in the right cheek. Um, And a 9mm shell casing laid precariously on Tracy's leg. The girl, so this is this is where um, some things are going to show up, which may be, like, bad for some listeners. So, like, there are signs of, like, sexual assault because they're two 17-year-old girls. So... If you don't like it, leave. The girls <laughs> like were clothed. Like... Tracy's jeans had briars on them, and she had some scratches on her arm, but JB was noticeably dir- dirty. Girls' pants were wet up to their knees, suggesting they had been shot executioner style. Someone messed up because Tracy was shot in the tent. It's usually shot in the forehead if it was executioner style, but I ain't gonna say anything. Um, And then they were both placed in the trunk and their shoes were muddy. No autopsy showed signs of rapes, but traces of semen were found on JB's bra and panties. Nasty. However, no D-match. Yeah. But, um, I think they were thinking about it and then they decided it was too much work. Yeah. That's what it seems like. They probably got off to. Yeah, some people get off, some people murder purely for the thrill of it. Like the sexual for thrill. Sorry, I just choked on my spit. <laughs> I feel like it's weird. How the hell would. I don't know. I think, I can't remember. There is a famous murder out there who mostly killed because they got off on the sexual feeling it gave them. I mean, um, I'm pretty sure that's why a lot of murder. No, yeah, I think that is too why. Um, but no DNA match was ever made, and the girls had no alcohol or drugs in their systems. So some of the evidence in the that... trunk led police oh, to Oh, the person could have been a chimera, I think. Chimera? Yeah. A what? The supernatural in the episode is next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, Okay, so there's some people born with, like, different- a few sets of DNA inside of them, so you can't get an actual DNA match. Yeah, but it could have also been, um, like, their DNA isn't in the system and none of the suspects that they had matched anything, so... Yeah. Right. Even, like, today, there's still people who don't, like, I don't think- my DNA might be in the system, but I hardly doubt it, so, like, if I committed a crime... I feel like everyone's DNA is in the system, right? Because... Maybe, I don't know. Maybe when so, I baby. Huh? Were you born in a hospital? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, our um, system. Yeah. So some evidence in the trunk led police to, to believe the girls were shot in the trunk. However, they are still unsure where the murders actually occurred, if it was on that on Herring Avenue or somewhere else. 
So more than 50 states and county investigate 50 state and county investigators worked the case in the city with just 45 officers on its force. And the FBI even brought on um, a suspect profile in. The F an FBI. Wow, I'm sorry. <laughs> an FBI suspect profiler was brought in. But the profile revealed nothing dramatic that the killer was most likely a young male who could be described as a loner, a.k.a. most murderers. Yeah. If we're going to be real here, most murderers are between the ages of 25 to 30 and are white men who are loners. Actually, yeah. I don't think that's considered a young male, but statistically those are, you know... Mer- yeah. between the 20 between ages 25 and 30 and they're white men um so on july on the night of july 31st 1999 at the same time tracy hallett called her mother from the payphone at the big little store johnny william barnett 28 told his wife he was going out to buy milk for their two-year-old son oh, he never okay. came back never um baron barantine did not return home until 1 a.m his wife said Maybe. that when he had yeah. come, yeah. So he right now he's our main suspect. I think he is. Uh... Um, his wife said, hey, "Okay, but this is gonna it's gonna get really weird soon." Okay. Um, his wife said that when he came home, he was visibly upset, and so when she asked him what happened, he said that his car had been hit by a black truck with Dothan tags near Herring Avenue, which was the same car as B- JB and the and Tracy were in. I think it was a black truck. Did I say it was a black truck? It was a it was a Mazda. I don't know what a Mazda looks like. I think it might be a truck, but I don't know. I don't know. Um days later, Barantine confided to others that he had information about the murders of JB Beasley and Tracy Howlett, and a friend encouraged him to tell authorities and then to collect the award. Because people people don't give information for free. It's never been that way. You need to offer them something or else they're not interested. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. In this society, you have to have a reward for everything. And, I mean, I get it. <laughs> I don't like to do things for free either, but I do. That's true. My, my price would be let me help catch the murderer. If you feed me food, I will give you information. That's it. I don't yeah. care about the reward. Listen, I have some information about this murder case, um, but you have to buy me a Big Mac from McDonald's and a Coke and some fries, because, like, I'm really hungry, and that's you it. You have to buy me, like, you know, Donald Trump's ring. Joking. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Someone have nothing to- that Donald Trump had. No thanks. Cooties. It's more than cooties. Anyway, right. let's not get um, political. Okay. Just don't support Trump. We'll just say that right now. Don't come at us. Yeah, on September f- right. <laughs> on September first, nineteen ninety nine, Barrington walked into the Ozark Police Department. Uh, sorry. Um, he walked into the Ozark Police Department where he was interviewed for four hours, and in that time, he told six different stories to the police. And at times, Damn. he even placed himself at the client crime scene. The crime scene. How do you tell six different stories? I don't I know. I tell one. Because he's sus. He's sus. Initially, Baron. Yeah. Initially, and 
initially, there we go, Barrington said that on July 31st, 1999, he saw a black truck speeding away from the area where the girls were found. He claimed the then he claimed he picked up a tattooed man that he did not know, and then dro- the two drove by the Big Little store. It's a burp. It's not going to happen, but I have to. Um, the man then got into a car with two girls and told Barrington to follow. And Barrington identified the girls as the dead girls. Like, quote, the dead girls, quote. Um, the group ended up on Herring Avenue where the men and the girls got out of the car. One girl ran. Both girls were combative and Barrington heard two gunshots before the man returned to the car where both men went home. Wait, okay. Guys, I made a discovery just now. Wait. He, what's your discovery? I have a wart in my toe. Anyway, this so it says that he saw one of the girls run, that both girls were combative, and then he just heard two gunshots. Did he stop watching after one tried to run away? Probably. Supposedly. Oh, wait. And another story. I forgot these are stories. How do I get a wart on my toe? Happens. I had one on my ankle and on my, like, back on my heel. Anyway. In another story, Barrington told officers this man was his neighbor, and but Barrington actually lives less than a mile from Herring Avenue at 110 South Young Avenue. In all versions, Barrington never mentioned anything about a sexual assault. I, th- I said they're all virgins, so I was about to be like, oh damn, that sucks. Um, after his confession, police arrested Barrington and charged him with two counts of capital murder. He then retracted his confession, claiming he was innocent and that he made up the whole thing to get the reward money. Because, you know. Yeah. You know, who doesn't love reward money? Who doesn't? Yeah. When Barrington's DNA was tested, it did not match the semen found on JB's body and clothing. Therefore, the judges approved Barrington's bond request, and he was released from jail Friday, December 17th, 1999. Um, I want you to know that this ha- this case happened July 31st, 1999. Um, they were found that they were found August 1st, and that he was released. So I don't know how many months it took for him to go to the police, or how long he was held. That's insane. Um, yeah. Um, the grand jury declined to indict him in January of 2000. So there are three other suspects besides Barrington. One was a man from Michigan who was in the area at the time of the murders and he couldn't and could not account for a period of three to four hours that night. He later then made suspicious statements to people that night, and law enforcement officials traveled to Michigan to interview him and had his DNA tested, but there was no match. I need water. Um, big, big little store surveillance video recorded a small white pickup at the time that the girls were there, but the video does not show the driver or anyone else getting out of the truck. It's also never clearly shows the driver's face, and police released a photo of the truck to the media a month into the investigation, but no one came forward, and the truck and the driver were never found. Um, I don't think, I'm gonna guess that they couldn't get a license plate either. Mm. Ooh. Because if they had a license plate, they could have probably 
you know, really, really narrowed it down. Yeah. Even, like, the beginning of Even just, like, the beginning. They have, like, they have what kind of car it was. Just the beginning okay, would have been. Did they, like, not check out who didn't oh. like the girls? You're gonna, you're gonna find out soon what, um, we're about to find out what could have happened. It, this case really pisses me off. Bet. Let's do it. Um, so the third suspect was a man from Mississippi who was visiting relatives in Ozark on the night of the murders and then left town two days later. The man was extradited from Jones County where he'd been arrested there on an outstanding warrant for possession of drug paraphernalia issued in Ozark. Nice. Um, and then in March of 2000s, authorities compared his DNA samples to those on JV, but they did not find a match. So in March of 2000, a woman called the police and said that she heard screams and two gunshots near Highway 123 South, just inside the city limits on the night of July 31st, 1999. She did not come forward earlier because she did not want to get involved, which is fair because if you even just find a body, you're automatically a suspect. True, yeah. but, like... Could I have, like, a full alibi? Well, I get why she didn't come forward. Because, like, if you didn't do it and you found the body, like, you kind of have to report it because if someone sees you finding that body and, like, not saying anything, like, you know, that's kind of sus if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, they look, it's like they, they vote you out of the ship and throw you into space. Right. Even if you find the body, they just vote you out. Yeah, see, we're, exactly. And now that There's I'm, th no I'm thinking about Among Us and how much Among Us is actually, wow, um, Among, Among Us is just like real life, guys. Yeah, the area was searched with metal detectors, and a nine millimeter bullet, the same type used to kill the girls, was found. But the brand name of the bullet did not match the bullet. The brand, wow, I'm sorry, did not match the brand of bullet shell casing found. Furthermore, the upspent bullet had no markings that could help with forensic comparison to other evidence in the case. And another item was found at the possible crime scene on Highway 123 and was tested. And soil samples were also... Oh, pardon. <laughs> soil samples were also taken from the possible murder site and compared to dirt taken from clothing of J.B. Tracy Hallett. It is unclear um, what the other item was or what came from the testing. Huh. Um, we're about to get to why this might be the case. Um, in 2015, Rena Crum, a sworn Ozark auxiliary police officer, came forward and accused an Ozark police officer of murdering J.B. Beasley and Tracy Howlett. She also no. claimed that numerous law enforcement officials had knowledge of the murderer's identity and covered it up by getting rid of evidence and making threats. Um, which kind of makes sense because the la the lack of evidence on this it's kind of it's kind of suspicious. Um, she also claimed that one cop in particular, wow, particular Butch Whittington, messaged her on Facebook and told her to quote keep her fucking mouth shut. Quote. Damn. She also named two other cops, Rex Tipton and Eddie. If his name is Rex, he probably did it. <laughs> yeah. And Eddie Henderson, Rena went as far as to say that the police chief, Tony Spivey, also knew the killer's identity and helped cover it up as well. Rena, so I think it, I mean, it, it would make sense if it was a police cover-up. 
would make sense. The amount, yeah. like... The amount they can get away with... I... Oh. Yeah, as, you, as it is coming to light, as we've been seeing for the past ten years and more. It's mostly been, like, brought up in the last five years, but still. Yeah. Um, Rena alleged that on the night in July 31st, 1999, this police officer pulled over J.B. Beasley and demanded to know the whereabouts of some cassette tapes that contained record recorded conversations that could have incriminated top Ozark police officials and others in a cocaine dis- distribution. I mean, cocaine distribution? Distribute. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. And profits. Um... So, according to the article written by John B. Carroll, a journalist, the retired officer believes the two girls intended to use these tapes in court case that was scheduled for the upcoming Monday, August 2nd, 1999, less than 48 hours after they were murdered. The tapes were then entered as evidence. So, these girls were supposed to go to court on August 2nd to, um... I think it's these cops, and they supposedly had cassette tapes that had some incriminating evidence that could be used against the people they were speaking against. That's what it sounds like. Um, And then Carol also states in this article that Rena was severely beaten with a baseball bat after she came forward and then out of fear, she refuses to name who almost killed her. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, She's terrified. Yeah, reasonably so. Sis was beaten with a baseball bat. You're beaten. You're not going to say anything. Yeah. Um. Despite Rena's allegations and the fact that she named certain police officers about their involvement in the murders, um, she refused to name the officer who supposedly murdered the girls or how JB acquired these tapes. However, um, it is the understanding of this author that JB was present when the conversations took place and she secretly recorded them. Huh. So the law enforcement officials Rena had accused have denied any involvement in the murders of JB Beasley and Tracy Hollett. And on January 29, 2016, um, Keith Coffin, Rex Tipton, Tony Spivey, Eddie Henderson, and Gary uh, Butch Winnington, all Ozark, Alabama police officers, filed a lawsuit against Rena Crum, John B. Carroll, and Dean Matthews for, um, I can't pronounce this word, um, liable or something like that, L-I-B-E-L. Liability. Yeah. Um, slander and defamination of character and john b carroll owned henrycountyreport.com at the time and wrote a few articles and rena's allegations interestingly since 2016 the website is now an online magazine huh. um, in may of 2016 rena Krem was arrested for harassment communications Despite an investigation over the years into the murders, no one has been arrested and the case still remains unsolved. And the Ozark police chief, Tony Spivey, worked the case until his retirement in 2015. Interesting. Dang. So, um... Why is it silent? Yeah, I I think it could have been a police cover-up. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, 
why did it take him so long to why did it take him so long to open the trunk how did it take them six hours to figure it out because probably because they knew but now yeah yeah it sounds sus it does really sound sus um the police like out like it doesn't take six hours for them to call a locksmith and for the the locksmith locksmith to come well back then you never know like that's it, true you know, locksmiths could be busy like i don't think i direct me if i'm wrong but do they really have a lot of locksmiths back then i think you either had a job as like a um there were very few jobs and i think locksmiths were one of the ones where i don't know it's not like today where you have like tech technician specialists and stuff mm-hmm. yeah like back then it would have been like a Oh. That was weird. What was? Um. Where the heck? (laughs) There was no sign of rape, but the semen that was found on JB's brown panties and so was a... Why just JB? Like, and it might have been identified. They just didn't say who it was. It just—it doesn't really make sense, and it also it doesn't, doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't add up that the girls that their jeans were only wet up to their knees and nowhere else. And if they had been shot executional executioner style. It would involve them shooting from the front or the back of the head. Yeah. That's true, because you wouldn't be shot through your temple. Yeah. Or through your And, like, the whole head. saying, if they were shot in the trunk, like, the police think, based on how they were positioned. Like, this doesn't yeah, make... There's... Who's going to close the trunk and be like, oh, their head's there, their head's there. Like, they can move. Yeah, and, like, no one knows what the time of death is, like... Right, you should know. You, you, they have the shit back then to tell what the time of death is, right? And shit. Yeah. Yeah, the time of death can be determined. Yeah, you can determine it. Like, if it's the body's on- still there and it hasn't decomposed, I think you can determine it. Bodies don't decompose until like I don't know what a year later. They don't. It, yeah. it depends. It depends on the elements. Yeah. And since they were in a, the trunk of the car, it wouldn't have happened. Like. It was still They might have gotten They had surveillance. They have surveillance video. Like, why didn't... Like, they had surveillance video about this white truck. My other thing is... is like if Why all got to be white cars? If they were shot in the trunk, there would be a bullet hole going... Yeah, or like at least lay down and then shot in there, which could make sense, but why are their pants dirty? Did they like get out and try running? That doesn't make any sense. Or they could have like... They probably had them on their knees. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're trying to scare them and then like... Because like you see in like horror shows, you're like, they're like, oh, get on your knees. And then they talk to each other and they're like, okay, let's just kill her in there. You know, they like talk and then they're like, okay, I'm going to put you in here. 
what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't say that they even talk to, like, ex-friends or, like, especially males since there's semen involved. Like, do these girls have ex-boyfriends that have a grudge against them? Do they have male friends or just any male people? Like, it doesn't seem like they really talk to anyone and that they're just using... Like, was there any signs of, like, rape in the, you know... No, there was no signs except for the semen on, like, the bra and the underwear. Yeah, maybe, like, they just got excited about killing, like, like you guys said earlier, and, like, they started to... Ew, that's so sick to think about. Oh, God. Uh, It really is. It's like, let me jack off to this dead body, or this, like, you know, tied-up body. Yeah, and people lived in this area on the road that they were found. Like, I'm looking at a picture of it on Google Maps right now, and it doesn't look like... There's really nothing there. I'm going to be straight up with... I'm going to, like, take a screenshot and send it to you guys. Like, there is no way people couldn't have heard that. It's not, like, enclosed or anything. It's just... It's there. There's, like, is there woods and stuff like that? Not really. Like, you can see the memorial. Like, there's a memorial for the girls. Here, I'm sending it in, like, the group. Um, on this. It's in the general. Okay. How do I get out of here? We don't know how to work Discord very well. I can send it to the messenger if you need. Yes. Yeah. Um. I have to burp again. I'm just burping a lot. I have to pee again, actually. I, I, I muted myself and I peed. <laughs> but not like y'all need to know that. But, you know, we're all family here. We're all family here. Hey, welcome new listeners. Oh, wait, no, you're all No, listeners. that is kind of... If, if this happened at night, like, nobody's going to go down that road, really. Yeah, but, like, there's no area... There, it's, like, not closed off enough, like... And apparently they were muddy. Like, no one said but, it was yeah. raining. There's just a lot of inconsistencies. It's- and maybe it's because I only used one site. I did a really bad job, and instead of using, like, cross, like, um using more than one site like I should have done. I used one. Yeah, I only used one site. Yeah. So maybe I, I can I can look up C and see if there's anything else and then like next week I'll see. But like I feel like they could have put the weather and stuff, but they're I'm gonna quickly look up the murder of JB Beasley. Um Beasley and Tracy. Uh, I spelled that wrong. It's fine. Um. Oh, we have said so DNA solved the murders. So let's check this out real quick. When was this? This was last year. Oh shit! Who killed her? Wow. Killed I'm her. looking right now. Tracy's mother literally went to bed, and then to buy, her daughter wasn't home by 8 a.m. She then decided to report her missing. Well, yeah, I would. Oh, wait, what about this? They have this handprint. I forgot. They had a handprint on the top of the trunk. They couldn't do a DNA check on it? No, well, you would have only had fingerprints. So it says a handprint on the top of the trunk provided a haunting hint as of to what might have happened. Um. Yeah, robbery wasn't a move. Did what was this guy's name? Johnny. Do we remember? I have to go to the other one. 
Called him Barrington. They're calling him Johnny now, so now I'm confused. Yeah, okay, so Johnny went to the store for milk. For milk. Um, milk for his son. Oh, in March of 2019, investigators took the case to a public genealogy database. There, they made a connection based on the DNA found at the crime scene. Today, 45-year-old Coley McGinry is facing murder and sexual assault charges in this case. Oh, at the time, he was serving in the military. Um, He worked as... Oh, wait. So, he served time in the military, worked as a truck driver, and owned a church, and is married. Wow, that's a lot. He also went to school in Ozark and would have been 26 at the time of the murders, and he was not on the radar at all. No, yeah. So, I think think they connected it. Oh, wait, at the time, officers are not releasing motive for the murder, and he has been denied bond while he reached trial. I'm gonna look him up real quick. I'm so sorry, guys. I did not do the proper research. Um, I should have since it is an unsolved case, but I'm pretty sure the case I was reading, the article was from this year. Oh, it was from 2018. Sorry. I thought it was newer. Um, what's his name again? Um, Coley McGreen. Copy. Okay. Date 2020. January 14th, August. Anniversary. Okay. So this one's August. I think this is as new as we're going to get. Oh, wait. No, this one's September 23rd. Hold on. Go back. We're slowly learning. We're, this is a test episode anyway. Um, load faster. It's loading right now. Uh, So at the top of the page, it says that his jury trial and deaths of JB and Tracy are continued to 2021. So um, nothing's loading right now, but I'm guessing that we won't really have any information until 2021. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. But at least we have a name now, which is none of the people. I still wouldn't be surprised if it was a police cover-up <laughs> because of the lack, or the police like just is. sucked at their yeah. dog job. Well, that too. Well, because yeah. he did, he did own a church. I really feel like this. I also do want to say that he is a. I think he he is a person of color, by the way. Which I think so. That's what I've. Seen seen so far pictures unless they're just giving me the wrong guy but now i'm all confused i have a picture of the man's face please go to images mm-hmm. he's a person of color of course he is of course they're gonna frame a person of color why wouldn't they america yeah. fucking change well, but we we have to remember if it is DNA evidence. We can't really prove much against DNA evidence. You can also but, yeah. falsify DNA evidence. That is true. Or they could have been working together and the police knew who it was. And because they went to church with him, he owned a church. He probably might have been a priest. 
since he owns a church, that's usually the possibility too. It's like a high that could have worked together because often the church and the police work together, you know? Yeah. That it could have been, it could have, yeah, been partially a cover up too. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope these girls are resting in peace. Either that or they're haunting the hell out of this guy, which is what I would do if I was murdered. Yes, same. I would haunt. I would haunt. I would haunt whoever my murderer was until I died. It's now four forty-one. We start. What time did we start recording? I have no idea. After like three thirty. Yeah. So we've been recording for like an hour. Avery, do you have a case or? Yeah. How do you want to do it? Uh, sure. I mean, it's not great or anything. It's not special. Wait, but I have to pee. But I don't really want to, because then my mom will think I'm done. Uh, um, I'm sure. Shout out to my moms. Hi, moms. God, if, I'm, if your mom watches this, I swear to God. Oh, they're going to listen, I think. Oh, wonderful. She can hear me swearing. It's fine. You're 18 on Friday. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Happy early birthday. Oh, right, yeah, I am. Everyone knows your birthday now, sorry. It's okay. Everyone knows your age. Yeah, I'm 18. I can officially get tapped and screw things around. Yeah, it is is up to you to make, yeah, the decision to go out there and, you know. Um, Ray, no one gets to know your age. Oh, okay. Unless you want them to, I don't care. Like how she went silent. I'm like, I don't care if you want them to. Oh. And then. Alright, I'm um, texting. I'm <laughs> texting. So, um, so my case is, um, I don't have as much as you guys do because I'm stupid. Um, You're not you stupid. stupid. You're just the only one that's not doing remote learning or homeschooling. Right. I'm actually in school and I have a job. But, you know. Yeah, she's but, our support right now. I'm just kidding. We're running off of nothing right now. This is completely... We're broke. <laughs> We're three broke girls. Feel free to support us. Sponsor All us. Right. Alrighty, so... Alrighty. My case is about Shannon Polk. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, she was 11 years old. Uh, she was... Are we talking about a child murderer? Um, yes. Nobody Uh, said I couldn't. Um, Oh, no, now I'm really interested. I really have to pee, though. Okay, tell us about this child murderer. 11. Uh, alrighty, she was 11. Oh my god! god. She's my sibling's aide. Okay, Avery, we'll stop interrupting. You can read. Okay, sweet. Um, sorry. I suck at this. Um, okay, so she's 11 years old. Right now, she would be 30. Um, I, they wouldn't disclose her date of birth. Um, because she's a minor, yeah. Yeah, which kind of sucks, even though I wanted to do the date of birth, because that would make no sense. Because we want to know what her zodiac sign is. (laughs) Yes, totally. I wanted to figure out her zodiac sign. Um, but she disappeared, um, August 16th, 2001. Um, nice. she was last 
uh, seen playing um, in her neighborhood. Um, and well, I have really bad handwriting. <laughs> Outside in her neighborhood um, in Prattville Candlestick um, in Alabama. She lived in a mobile home park off US Highway 31. Well, that was wonderful. Um, so anyway, so that day she was seen talking, that day she got kidnapped, which was, um, August 16th. Yeah. Like I said, 2001. Um, she was, what's her name again? Shannon Polk. You can go. Okay, sweet. Yeah. That day she was, um, seen talking to this guy who was like, you know, mid-age, he was thirties to forties. Two girls saw it in that, and he had a distinct mole underneath his right eye. So, um, anywho, he, um, so, yeah. On her birthday, I think I found, what is it, um, on this day, May 9th, 2014, someone said, happy 24th birthday to Shannon Mm -hmm. Nicole Polk. Um, on the 8th of this month, she was 11. So her so she her birthday was um May eighth. Right. Wow, that's kinda of sad. Alright, so um anyway, so we've seen talking to a guy thirty, forty, you know, mid age, right? And so um Sketch. So she yeah, I know. I, it's like why are you talking to a guy? Did your mom not tell you to talk to strangers? Alright, so then she got kidnapped. Too. She got kidnapped, and then her body was found um, October six, two thousand one. I like. I thought. I thought you said child murderer, not a child got murdered. So I feel really bad that I got excited about a child murderer when actually a child was murdered. Oh yeah, a child was murdered. The thing was, I couldn't find her autopsy or how she was died, but it said homicide, obviously. But she um, has died. What? Nothing. I'm gonna look up her name again. She died, yes. Um, How did she... When did she... Died on August 16th, I well, think. Sorry, I've got the case of... Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so... She was found uh, by hunters in wildlife management area in Augusta County. Um... So I really, uh, yeah, the homicide was never released to the public. Um, really, no autopsy wasn't because of minor. Um, her parents told the news. She's like, this is the, like this quote like popped out. Like, is the worst nightmare you could ever live. Like Mary Mary Strood told um, WSFA. Wait, her, so she was kidnapped on August 16th, and her body was found six weeks later, so she was missing for weeks? She must have yeah, her body was missing for weeks. That's, so, that's like the worst. That's the worst. You know, it's scary to have a child missing for like 24 hours, because 24 hours is like, you know, those, that's the red period. I can't remember the actual title for it. Uh, Criminal Minds told me, but I don't remember. Like, that's the period. Mm-hmm. You have 24 like, hours to find a child. Or you're screwed. And so to know that after the 24 hours that your child is probably dead is probably the worst feeling. I don't have a, I don't have kids. I don't plan right. on having my own it's kids. Just... But if my siblings or like even like my friend's siblings went missing, 
the feeling, the sickness I would have for the 24 hours would be, I wouldn't like, like, I wouldn't be able to move. That's how anxious I would be. But at the same time, the adrenaline running through my bone, like my body to find this child because of the 24 hour period. It's just, it's terrible. Like my sister's having a baby as like I told you guys like before, if like my nephew was ever like, you know, in that I would I would just be sick to my stomach. Like if you know any I mean? of my siblings if that happened to any of my siblings and they went missing, I would lose my mind. Right. I'm reading something right now on the lack of forensic evidence, I think. Yeah. Which is awful. You can keep going. Well, I don't really have anything else. Because her, because it's unsolved. Right, yeah, it's unsolved. All they have is, like, the sketch of this dude with, like, the mole underneath his right eye. And, like, you know. That's so sad. I know. Wait, where was she murdered? She was murdered August 16, 2001 in Alabama. It, mm-hmm. It's terrible. For real. But it's kind of, she looked like a sweet girl because she had a little She's bear. so, yeah, she she looked adorable. And it's terrible to have a child murdered, but at the same time, it's also worse to have an unsolved child murder. Just in 2001, yeah. you think they would, like, have people. 2001 <laughs> to 2006 is, like, also kind of sketchy, just in timeline. Yeah. So. Yeah, like, it's just, it doesn't make sense. You think people would, like, have, you know, everything. Like, they could have done, like, cases on her, like, stuff like that. I really wish they released her autopsy, but I understand why they didn't. Because I would really like to know what happened. Because right now... Yeah, because it is also up to the family. Well, because she died when she was 11, she was a minor. Right. And it's also up to the family because she is dead and still a minor, even at death. Yeah. She's not here right. to make those choices or not. And so if they chose not to because they didn't want people to know, which is a very rare case when it comes to child um, murders because most people want to find out more than adult because it is a child. But there are cases where the family just wants to try and move on so they don't release because then it's there forever. It just makes And no- at this point, yeah, mm-hmm. based just looking up her name, there were like pages of information and for them to live through that knowing that if they just put in their daughter's name that there a bunch of news sites are gonna have information about their 11 year old who's now dead yeah that would be heartbreaking mm-hmm. um on a happy note next week's episode will be paranormal <laughs> i love cases paranormal. in alabama so we hope oh. you all come back next week Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening. Yeah. Everyone, ha- I have to figure out how to make this guy leave. Hold on. Copy. Oh, I did it wrong. Hold on. I'm still new. Copy. Paste. Everyone have a good day. Yeah. yeah.